Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Every time I record an episode, I feel like this is an intervention written, spoken with you in mind, with all my love and positivity and encouragement. And today's joy coach, I hope you take notes and write down some key points. So interesting that we're talking about joy and yet we're talking about stepping outside your comfort zone. We're talking about joy and the joy in the journey, but also taking risks and putting fear in the back seat. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Overflow, the podcast. Are you filling everyone's cup meanwhile your energy and inspiration is drained? I believe when you move from overdrive to overflow, you have a supply of energy for people around you and all the demands of life so that you can tackle them with ease. Overflow is an experience of being in the zone with all your attention, so much so you momentarily forget everything else. This show is your weekly guide. Let's build a plan for making time for pure enjoyment or being fully absorbed in the complexity of your work or studies because this ambition will fill you up because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. I'm Kimberly Snyder, motivational speaker, student of positive psychology, advocate and champion of people. I'm your cheerleader and your biggest fan. So fill up your cup, savor the moment as we chat and nourish the mind, body and soul so we can respond to life's challenges and find your overflow. Welcome to this week's episode of the Overflow Podcast. I am thrilled to introduce and share a new friend with, of mine with you. Her name is Ellen Bergen, and she has been in the business world for 30 years, but then has started a new chapter. She is a joy coach. I'd love to talk to you more about this. She's certified as a fearless living coach through the Fearless Living Institute. She is so passionate about helping us women whose hectic life of motherhood and our careers have let us and our self-care slip to the bottom of the priority list. She's helping women take back from the fear and building confidence to prepare us for taking more action and living with more joy, meaning, and fun more than ever. Ellen, thanks for joining Thank you. So happy to be here with you today. I'm so excited to meet you. I have never met a joy coach. And I know your website is if it brings you joy.com. Right. If it brings me joy. We are going to be fast friends. <laughs> right. I know. I think we're kindred spirits. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Absolutely. So what I was hoping today with this episode is I was hoping you would share your story, where you are, how you got here. And I know you're coaching other women as a joy coach. So I'd love to have some tips to share and if you have some best practices. Okay. So, well, I'll tell you a little bit about my story and how I got to where I am. Yeah. Thank you. I was in a, a position in the um, information technology field, IT, and it looked great on a resume. It paid very well. It had excellent benefits. And I worked with some, you know, really fantastic people. And 
a lot of people would have loved to have been in my position. So really it was, it was a very good position, but you know, it came on slowly, but when I turned 50, somehow I just no longer enjoyed the work in the IT world. My work had little meaning and I, I just was no longer content. I kept thinking there has to be something more meant for me and it's not IT. <laughs> so I felt stuck and it, this may sound super corny, but I kept asking myself, what is my why? Um, years ago, my, my why was to be mom to my two children and I loved that era. And then my kids were grown and out independently on their own. And I kept coming back to, okay, what is the reason I'm here on this earth now? So to add some challenge and interest to my life, as I was kind of feeling bored on my job, it was, it was just over three years ago that I started my blog. And I had been on a journey of personal growth for probably a decade at that point. And so I made my blog focus around um, personal growth topics. I read books and I attended workshops and took online courses and met with online people. I did anything I could do to learn. And then of course I um, practice those things in my own life. Yes. And so my blog gave me a tool to share with the world what I learned and I had always enjoyed writing. So it was really fun. It was a fun hobby. And I always had a gut feeling that my blog was taking me down a path, but I had no idea where that path was going. Uh, so I just trusted that I was on the right path. And when the time when it was right, I, I knew that I would see an open door if that was meant to be. And then an opportunity presented itself for me to consider life coaching. So long story short, next thing I knew, I was flying out to LA for an intense weekend workshop. And then I was officially in the fearless living uh, life coach certification program. Wow. Yeah, it was, it all happened quite, quite quickly. And a few months after starting the certification program, a door opened at work. And because of my work that I had done through fearless living, I had built up the courage and confidence to like run through that door and put an end to an era. So I, I left my nine to five. And I have not looked back. It was, it definitely brought me joy. <laughs> so I've since completed my life coach training program. And now I, I consider myself quasi-retired. Life coaching, or I'm a joy coach. And what a joy coach is, is a life coach who focuses on bringing joy to, to people's lives. Um, I so enjoy working with my clients. It's, it's just my passion, jo passion job. And I also want to make sure I enjoy retirement with my husband. He retired about eight years, I think, prior to me retiring. So uh, COVID's put a little twist in what we had sure planned. Has. Right. Yeah. And everybody is feeling that. So, but still, I, I love what I do and I love setting my own schedule. And so that's how I got to the season of life. Wow. I love how you say, 
I am ready to share with the world what I have learned. And even Mm -hmm. on your blogs and in your conversation online, you are, these are the things that I'm learning. These are the things I wish I'd have known. I think it's so interesting that you're talking about share with the world what I have learned. And I would love for you to share with us some tips, some best practices, maybe the women that you're working with, if there is a common thread, because there is... It's it, to me, it's like a pass it forward. Like these are the things I've learned and congratulations for reaching the age 50, <laughs> quite a celebration and a privilege for many to reach That's 50, true. but there is something about passing it forward. These are the lessons that I've learned. I'd love if you would share a few tips for us and let's have a conversation about that. Absolutely. So let's see where to start. I, I think I'm going to start with two tips that are going to kind of go together. Okay. So number one, I see so many women doing this. So that's why it really has jumped out at me. Stop beating yourself up. Hmm. You know, if you ever beat yourself up with negative self-talk and and also perfectionism, I think that's a, a common thing that that we tend to do. Well, and mother's guilt, I would say too, right? Where we're feeling, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing it the best? Am I doing it like she is? Am Mm -hmm. I doing it right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The whole comparing yourself to other people. Absolutely. Yes. That that's definitely beating yourself up. And also um, sometimes like if you're um, an at-home mom, you think that you should be out in the workforce. If you're out in the workforce, you think you, you should wonder. be at home with your children. And so it's kind of that vicious circle. Mm-hmm. And all in all, that everything that we just talked about, it's so disempowering to ourselves. So that's why I say stop beating yourself up with all those things. And I like to compare it to poking tiny little holes in a balloon and just slowly letting the air leak out. And that's basically what we do when we beat ourselves up. And you you just let all your inner joy and your inner beauty slowly trickle out of yourself. And it makes it really hard to let yourself shine as your true authentic self. Absolutely. This is is it about the podcast. The podcast, when we came up with overflow, we were thinking about when you really fill yourself up, then you can be overflowing with energy, with vibrance, with joy to, to serve, to meet the demands of family and friends to meet the demands of our team and the demands of our job and our career. And that's exactly it. When someone's kind of poking the holes in that balloon, then our energy isn't filling up. Like we're not overflowing the self doubt the guilt has like deflated us and so it's so true we can't live in joy because we're not filled up and then even showing up and being present for others were deflated and right right whereas you if you can give to others with that overflow you can Mm -hmm. do it with a cheerful heart Mm -hmm. and it doesn't make you bitter or feel revenge because it's just you have you have that energy to give to other people. Mm-hmm. So I love the overflow yeah, concept. You. It's it's such a great name for your for your podcast for sure. It attracted me to it. 
Yeah, exactly. We're fast friends, really. And so mm-hmm. do you, what's your, maybe this is on the other side. So what's your tip to help us stop kind of beating ourselves? Right, right. Yeah. So certainly you want to empower yourself to stop, stop that negative mm-hmm. behavior. And one way of doing that is by having compassion. And when I say compassion, it's compassion for yourself. Um, Of course, it's nice to have compassion for other people, but you need to start by having it for yourself. So what does it mean to have compassion for yourself? Um, It really just comes down to being kind to yourself and, and not hating on yourself. And bottom line is treat yourself like you would a really good friend. So when you make a mistake or if things don't go exactly as you had wanted, yes, be honest with yourself, but first have compassion for yourself because without having that compassion first, you're going to be likely to beat yourself up. And at that point you're giving your power away. So, and we want want you to keep that power. That's so, that's so true, right? That, if it was a friend that came and said, gosh, I shouldn't have, I did, I said, I wish I wouldn't, we would have compassion for our friend, right? To say to her, it's okay, you made a mistake, you're not a bad person. Yeah, but somehow, yeah, we don't always pay that same respect. We don't always respond that same way for us, we do we do take it hard on ourselves. True. Yeah. Yep. So true. And that's just, you know, that's not empowering ourselves and it's, it's doing no good mm-hmm. for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so if we can just stop and have that compassion and, you know, just take some time and you know, really, when you make a mistake, what an opportunity. If you look at that as an opportunity, to grow and next time no you'll do better it's okay Mm -hmm. it's human yeah yeah there's something about taking a moment and really reflecting on if this was my best girlfriend if this was my sister yeah how would I respond to her and how should I respond to myself in this moment yeah I'm not happy with what I said or did or how I acted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Powerful. So take a minute for ourselves and say, okay, you're not a bad person. Have some compassion. I love that. That's, that's beautiful. Right. Yep. And know you're growing. Mm-hmm. And I like that it's empowered that we have the power. We have the confidence in us to empower ourselves to be compassionate we have it in us. Yes. So true. Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. So yeah. And the third tip I would give is focus on what you can control and let the other stuff go here again. It's your power is in the things you can control. I think in this day and age of a global pandemic, this has never been more important to focus on. There's so many things that we cannot control. And you know, some of it we may be able to influence and, and that's good. 
Um, but if we focus on what we can control, that's how you can get your joy back. That's how you can empower yourself to really take control of your own life. I love it. I love how you say that's how we are empowered is it really is about when we can't control something, we feel like we've lost power. We've lost control. We've lost footing. And I think that's how we start to spiral, right? Because we're losing control. We're losing our grip and we can't control what happens, what other people choose to say or do or how other people choose to react. So when we're losing control, we're losing power. And so I like how you're flipping it on its head and saying, be empowered, let that go what you can't control, and then find the joy. I love this joy, coach. Find the joy in what I can control. Exactly. And and when you when you can take when you take control of your own life and you make forward progress, you improve yourself, you start to become the best person you can be, people will take notice, other people in your lives. So I have seen with many clients that as they change themselves, the people in their lives change too. They see the changes in their loved one or in their friend. And they then become a better person because when you change yourself, you become a role model per se for the people in your life. So it's not just you, it's a ripple effect on everyone. So if you can focus on yourself, it's not selfish at all because really you're helping others while you do that. And what, what better gift to give the world than to, to help them in those small worlds and, and be, have that contagious effect like that. Yeah. So it's almost like as you are radiating peace, joy, calm, like while you're radiating that others are seeing it. And so they are it's like a mirror. It's almost like they're seeing that. And so they're going to radiate that. True enough, I guess it happens where when you're negative, people kind of prey on that and then they're, they're negative right back. Yes. I, I love what you said, that it's like a mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a mirror. Are they seeing the positive points in them? They certainly could. Or they could be seeing the negative. You know, how am I acting? That's mm-hmm. not maybe the way I want to act. So that's a great analogy. Yeah, you're holding mm-hmm. up a mirror for others. What are, what are they seeing? And, mm-hmm. you know, you might inspire that change. So them. as a joy coach, when you are working with different people and you're asking her, like many of us, lost in, you know, wanting to take control, wanting to have power, wanting to be in control of everything, mm-hmm. what are some little things that we can do to surrender (laughs) in little, in little bites in little bites, because it is an inclination of a busy, you know, accomplished achieving woman. It's, we have seen that when we have control, things are run better. Things are more calm and organized. So it's our inclination to have control over things. So what's something I can do or what's something that maybe you have seen in others that they're doing to kind of let go of a little bit of control so they can show more or feel more joy? Well, let's see. As far as, you know, when you think about what you can control and, Mm -hmm. you know, actually make a list and then look at that list and pick a few things out and think, okay, this is something I can control. How well am 
I doing at this? And, and this is something that um, my teacher and mentor, Rhonda Britton from the Fearless Living Institute um, has taught me. And I just, I love this tool because when you really dig down and look at how am I doing, you, you might see, okay, let's just say self-care. How am I doing at self-care? Oh, well, haven't, haven't done that in, in a while. Can't think of the last time. I did anything. So maybe you can think, okay, how can I take 10 minutes today to care for myself, mm -hmm. to build up my cup? So I, I get that overflow. Mm -hmm. And let's see, the, the other thing, you know, fear's job, it's one and only job is to keep us safe. So sometimes that's great. You know, if there's a bear behind us. Yeah, we want fear to, you know, get us running. Alert. That's right. Right. But emotional fears, um, like worrying about what other people are going to think of you, that type of a thing, when we all have those types of fears. And it tends to keep us stuck. And because it, those fears are sneaky, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're usually hidden. They're not easy to identify by yourself. And once you understand though, how fear works and the, how it works with your brain and your body, you can understand that, wait, I'm not crazy. There is a reason why I behave like I do. And at that point, you can take steps to overcome that fear. And, and, and another fearless living tool that I love is called the stretch, risk, and die model. And so you have, if you think of it as um, a bullseye, and, and the bullseye is your, your comfort zone. Okay. And that's kind of what your life looks like right now. And you want to, you, you know, everything in the comfort zone may not be comfortable. For instance, if there's domestic abuse going on, that is your life. It's what you're used to, but it's certainly not comfortable. No. But for the most part, it's just what you do every day. And then the ring outside of that is the next level of risk that um, is called um, a stretch. And that's things that you know you can do, but you're just, you're not doing it. For instance, I know that I can drink more water every day it's true. And I just, you know, just don't get quite up to those eight glasses every day. And I know I can eat more veggies and fruits every day, things like that. I know I can do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've done it, but I don't have a good habit of doing something like that. And so that's a stretch to, okay, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to do a stretch. And the next layer is risk. And the layer after that is the die zone. And um, so by understanding the different levels of risk and purposely stepping outside of your comfort zone, that is the way you can let fear know, you know, thank you for being here. And, you know, I, I, I honor you for, for helping keeping me safe because you can't fight with fear. So you might as well honor fear. And at that point you can say, I'm ready for you to get out of the driver's seat and you can go to the passenger seat because I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to take some risks here. 
And then eventually you can get fear in the back seat and just take, take control of your life back from fear. Wow. Wow. There's so many things bubbling up for me. Like we are um, with some leaders I'm working with, we're talking about the new year. So we're already talking about 2021 and we're talking about setting goals and we're calling them stretch, but achievable goals. So it's so interesting that you're talking about the comfort zone in the middle and then there's a stretch. And I would say, so that's where I come from a personal point of view. And from a personal point of view, when I was in corporate and busy and, you know, work demands as well as family demands, you know, someone would say to me, you know, do you do self-care? And I would say, yes, you know, I, I went for a pedicure. I went for a Mm -hmm. pedicure, but I had my phone with me and I was answering emails and, you know, I was kind of watching the time and she was exactly one hour and I, I paid for that and I, I left, but I'm not really sure that I really did. Like, I wouldn't say that was much of a stretch. Like, yes, I went for a pedicure. And since like leaving corporate, becoming an entrepreneur, really challenging myself to do self-care, like not to go for a walk only for 10 minutes because that's what fits the family schedule or whatever. No, to really go for a walk, to really go for a walk and let my mind wander and, you know, or go for a pedicure and not bring my phone. In fact, I've left it in the car and really enjoy, listen to the music, watch my thoughts, you know, say a prayer, whatever it is. So I love that, that there's your target and then it's a stretch, but achievable goal, whether it's self-care or whether it's like a personal professional goal. Right. I love right. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's and there's those two levels outside, two levels of risk that get deeper. And as you as you take a deeper level of risk, that's going to be when you might need more support in your life. Right. You know, so like for a while, quitting my job was a die. It was it was in the die zone, and so it it took some time for me to build up the courage to, to be ready to leave. And, and that's where fearless living really helped me personally to build up that, that courage to, to take that leap. And so the, the risks, the risk zone, which I I didn't define, but it's really things that, you know, you, you think you can do, but you're not, you're not really sure if you can, can do it. But there again, that is where circling back to beating yourself up that that the risk level is where a lot of personal growth happens because you're really getting out of your comfort zone the stretch zone is where you tend to beat yourself up because i know i can drink more water i'm not drinking more water you know and then i start beating myself up there's you know there's no reason why why aren't you doing that I love that the next level risk is a risk, but as you say, if you have the right supports around you, that's where your growth is. Mm -hmm. So here we are thinking, yeah, I could go for a a, a longer walk or I could go to to the spa for more time, but maybe we need to be really thinking about, did we really take a weekend to relax? Did we really take some time? Or did we, you know, is something on our mind that there's an adventure bubbling up in us, but we're too afraid to ask for the time off or 
speak up, use our voice and say we need it or, you know, prepare for, I love, I love that. So risk often has a negative connotation. So I had a negative connotation next to it, but risk is, yeah, you might need some support. You might need to prepare, but it actually, that's where you grow. Right. Wow. Yep. And that's where you can overcome those, those hidden emotional fears that might be holding you back um, from really getting your dream and reaching the goals that you want for yourself. Yeah. And find the joy. There's, there's the the overflow right there. Find the joy because you did take the risk. You asked for help. You spoke up. You said you needed it. You tried. Mm -hmm. You grew. You did it. There's the overflow right there. Wow. Exactly. Right. And sometimes when you take those stretches or risks or dies, you might, might fail. And And that's okay, because here again, we're going to have that self-compassion and we're going to know you did your best with what you had and you're going to grow and learn from it. And next time it's going to be better than ever. Wow. That's beautiful. That's exactly it. There is, that's a really good reminder that I love that being empowered for self-compassion. That's beautiful. Yeah. What a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that that target image. That's beautiful. Wow. So where can where can people reach you? So I know it's your website is if it brings you joy.com. And right. I also know you're on Facebook as a group, if it brings you joy. Right. Yeah, I think it's considered a page. So a page, okay. Right. If you just search for if it brings you joy on Facebook, you'll you'll find my we page. We would love to join you. Awesome. Yes, and you also wonderful. have something new coming. Right. I I put together something that I call Journey Together. And um of course the the J O and the Y in Journey is capitalized because it's going to bring joy. joy. <laughs> So it's my free online chat for women who have an interest in personal growth. Yeah. And it's just a fun opportunity for like-minded women to uplift each other and cultivate community. That's and, beautiful. Yeah. And the goal is really just to, you know, bringing more joy to your life. And topics may include anything from self-care, meditation, positive aging, emotional fears, wellness, passion, you know, whatever else comes up in the group. And it's completely free. And so it's, it's really just for women who, especially during this time of a pandemic, when it's difficult to get out and meet with people. Um, it's always nice to meet new people. And especially at this time, when you can do it from the comfort of your own home. So it, we do it over Zoom and you can come and you can just expect to, um, you know, have get, get encouragement, support and share ideas, listen to the experience of each other so we can just learn from each other. Yeah, and for the, to get reminders or, and to the Zoom link, you can go to ifitbringsyoujoy.com slash journey 
dash together. And I love that, you know, if we are lost or need the reminder around having self-compassion, so maybe we are beating ourselves up or we have lost our roadmap to what brings us joy, it would be great to have a community to come to, to say, I'm not feeling it, or, you know, I think I need to move to that, to that next rung. I think I need to stretch a little, or I think there's a, a risk that I, I want to take to have a community of other women, you know, cheering us on or giving you a boost or making a recommendation or seeing you for, you know, how you show up. I think that's a beautiful, I think that's a beautiful idea. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. And it's a no stress zone. So if there's two chats per month, one's during the daytime on the third Monday of the month and the evening chat is on the first Monday of the month. That would be great. So yeah. If it brings you joy, join us. Right. Exactly. It's a small group and I welcome, I welcome women of all ages. And that's what makes, that's the secret sauce is to have women from all ages and all different places coming together and sharing. Safe space to share. And I love it. Thank you. I like to finish every podcast with three questions. So one is, if you could go back to your 21-year-old self, or if you had a 21-year-old in front of you and you had some advice, knowing what you know now, what would the advice be? This is a really good question. Really good. I think what I would say is trust yourself. And especially listen to your intuition, you know, that gut feeling. That it it takes practice. And if you could start when you're 21 years old, by the time you're, you know, hit midlife, you're really going to be good at it. And that inner self, your, your intuition, it wants only the best for you. And it's always there for you. So just trust it and listen to it. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Listen to your intuition. Yeah. And trust it. I love that. Yes. Are you reading any book right now that you would recommend to us or a podcast you're listening to you'd recommend? I am a podcast junkie. Okay. Yeah. Truth be told. And so there's so many podcasts that I love. And I think one podcast that I really enjoy is it's called Optimal Daily Living with Justin Malik. And it's, it's quite a simple concept. He reads various blog posts or even excerpts from, from various books all having to do with personal growth. And the episodes are short. So maybe as you're getting ready in the morning or, you know, as I'm going for a walk, I can listen to a few of them. But they bring such a wide variety of perspectives because it's not just one person's viewpoint. It's from all these different people that he finds on the web and, you know, in books and the topics are varied and the perspectives are varied. So that, that one brings me joy. Yeah. I really like that one. I recommend that one. And as far as, as books, 
I, I mentioned that Rhonda Britton, who is the founder and, and my teacher and mentor of life coaching, the, the, the Fearless Living program that I was in, her flagship book is called Fearless Living. And it really can change your life if you you have to truly integrate the work into your daily life. So it's, it's not a book that you're going to sit down and just read the whole thing and then be done with it. You have to go chapter by chapter. It, she also has another book called um, Change Your Life in 30 Days. And that book, you read one chapter a day. And that one, I think if you're um, doing it on your own, that one might be a little easier actually to... Okay to really integrate everything into your life. Beautiful. Well, and I think about at the very beginning of our conversation, you said, hmm, I think it was a fun hobby, but it turns out it was taking me down a path. Yes. Very so, isn't that interesting, right? It found, even to, to think about how you say, I found joy. Like, it was a hobby. It was fun. I loved it. And it turned out that was my path. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, it, it really proves the old saying, the joy is in the journey. Wow. Yeah, life is a process. And, he, you know, this is a quick story that Abraham Hicks, I, I heard from Abraham Hicks, who are, it's all about law of attraction. And I love their story of you get on a cruise ship and you get on in Seattle and you're going to go to Alaska, say. And they, the captain comes on and says, welcome aboard the ship. We are in Seattle. And the end point for our trip is Seattle. So you may now disembark. You, we're, we're, we're at your destination. So, you know, you want to enjoy that process of the whole <laughs> trip. You, you actually wanted to, you know, be out in the sea. You actually wanted to spend time in Alaska and then come back and be wow. with people. So enjoying the process of wherever your life is going, even if you don't know your destination, like I had no idea what that destination was, but I trusted I was going there. And, wow. and that's how you're, it, that's how you're living it, in your overflow, Ellen. That's how you are doing it. Would you say? Yes. Yeah, it, it is. And it's not, it's not always easy because you want to know the answers. So I don't have, I don't have it padded, you know, down perfect, mm -hmm. but that's my goal. And it really helps when I can remind myself that, okay, be patient. You're in the process and just enjoy it. Yeah. The joy is in the journey. Yeah, that's exactly it. If I knew how to get here. Like I would have to journey that path. I would have to walk through those struggles, experience those fears and those challenges and obstacles. But look where I am now because I traveled that journey. The joy is in the journey. Yes. There again, another great goal. Thank you so much for joining us. It is so lovely to meet you. I think we've learned a lot about taking a minute to self-reflect on are we beating ourselves up or are we empowering ourselves? Are we showing compassion for ourselves and are we letting go of the things that, you know, we don't have control over ultimately to find the joy 
in the journey. Yes. And I want to say thank you so much for having me. It's been such a joy to be here with you and really has been my honor. Thank you. I hope this podcast feels like a guide in your ear, encouraging a shift in your mindset, boldly challenging you to stretch self-care goals and continue to strive and achieve big accomplishments in life because you're not here to be average. You're here to be awesome. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Overflow. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any comments, ideas, or feedback, you can find me on my website, peoplebrain.ca. Thanks so much for listening.